Hello, my name's Tony Topping, and I'm out for the Mud Hutter Fanzine and the Latix programme. Thanks to Barry for inviting me to tell my little story on Latix Shorts. There's so many tales to tell, and so many great games, but I've chosen one with a bit of a background story that hopefully people will like. Christmas has always been my favourite time of the year, and one of the highlights of the festive period is the football fixtures. On this particular day, December 28th, 1970, we were at home against our old force, Stafford Rangers, in a real top-of-the-table clash. Stafford were in fact at the top of the Northern Premier League, with Wigan hot on their heels in second place. Latics had tried to get the game called off, so they would have a full week to prepare for the FA Cup game with Manchester City, but the football authorities refused their request, and not for the last time. The Stafford side of the early 70s were renowned for their pesky offside tactics, but Wigan, under the tutelage of Sir Gordon Milne, exploited the space behind their defensive lines perfectly on the day. I was at the game, but I shouldn't have been. I should have been in work. At 16 years of age, I was employed as a warehouse boy by Ashton's Tobacconist. They had moved from their only barracks work premises in the centre of town earlier that year to a spacious newly built building on Caroline Street. That later became Carpet World. The warehouse boys were required to go in and work a day earlier than the rest of the staff to make sure that the shelves were stacked for the returning packers and van drivers. But there was no way I was missing this big game. I didn't bother going in work. At half time, my dad and I always swapped ends to go nearest the goals the Latics were attacking. And as we made our way along the popular side, a voice rang out from the terraces. Hiya, Tony. I looked towards the voice, and it was a van driver from Ashton's. Shouldn't you be in work today? I smiled weakly and continued on with my walk, keen to get away from any more questioning. Over 8,000 attended that Northern Premier League game, and of all the people, I had to be spotted by him. We won the game 4-1, with goals from Gordon Milne, Jim Fleming, Graham Oates and Jeff Davis. With about 10 minutes remaining, we made our way over to the Phoenix stand to collect our tickets for the City Cup game the following Saturday. As we entered the corridors under the stand, I literally bumped into the not inconsiderable figure of Franny Lee, the Manchester City and England forward, who had come to watch us prior to the cup tie. The next day at work I was called into the office to explain my absence the previous day. I explained I'd been ill, unable to work. Ill, the boss said. You were seen at Springfield Park watching Wigan. Yes, that rat of a van driver had told them he would see me at the game. Anyway, they were quite good about it. And I didn't get a reprimand, but I never liked that van driver from then on. And he always had this smug look on his face, which really annoyed me. I didn't confront him about it. He was about six foot tall and hefty with it. And I was a 16 year old, waning at about eight stone went through. But I did get my revenge in a roundabout fashion. Every day, towards the end of my shift, I would tidy up and throw away rubbish into the large skip at the back of the building. I would often have a rummage through what was in that skip, as Ashton's would often throw out old glass display boxes that cigars etc had been in. I used to take these home, thinking they'd make great frames for my football badge collection, but I never used them in the end. One day I was looking through the rubbish, but the sunlight shone onto something green. I reached down and pulled it out, and it was a lovely emerald green vase, in perfect condition. I was amazed they would throw something like that out so nice. It must have come from the fancy goods shop we had attached to the warehouse that sold china and glassware. 
along with fancy cigarette lighters, etc. I put the vase at the side of a gap in the wire mesh fence that surrounded the premises and collected it after work to take home to my mum. As the weeks went by, I picked up many more items from the skip that were in perfect condition, including a lovely carriage clock. By now, my mum was worried about all this stuff I was bringing home, but I assured her it had been thrown away in the skip. My thirst for treasure got so great that I took to tunnel into the skip like a human mole, when one day someone grabbed my ankle and dragged me back to the surface. It was the aforementioned van driver. His face was bright red and the veins stuck out on his forehead. He was that mad. So it's you who's been nicking my stuff, he roared. What are you on about, I said. It's been thrown out. Thrown out, you little bugger. I've been hiding that stuff in there and you've been taking it. Turned out the van driver was a thief, as well as a snitch. Anyway, he bought my silence by supplying me with expensive chocolate bars a couple of times a week. And at the end of the day, my mum still has a lovely carriage clock on her mantelpiece.